This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. All right, you guys know the drill. If you want to watch today's interview or any of the other interviews, you can go to patreon.com slash coven of rejects. It is listed in the description on whatever platform you are listening on. Not only will you get to hear and see this episode, you will also be able to, like I said, see the other interviews of guests in the past and coming up in the future. I also just released a brand new tier for mentorship where not only are you getting two full readings from me a month, but you're also getting my number so that we can text all the time on how to apply those readings into your personal life. We're doing daily shadow work and so much more. So please make sure that you guys are on Patreon. That is my top tier, that mentorship, but you guys can have access to watching this interview and getting content like true crime and witchcraft and witchcraft histories and so much more on every single tier, and it starts at $5 with The Beginner Witch. Please go over to Patreon. Um, You guys also have some merch discount codes this month over there as well. This week's guest is Miss Honey. She is seriously the most loving, kind. I don't even know how to explain it. You guys are just going to be so happy hearing her voice and hearing the energy that she has and that she goes at people with and the way that she welcomes them in and educates them and makes everybody feel like they are welcome and invited into her energy. And I'm so excited to get to share that with you guys. Please make sure that you go and follow Miss Honey on TikTok and just give her some extra support right now. With no further ado, here is Miss Honey. Miss Honey, we finally get to talk. This was only scheduled twice, you know? I know it, honey. I know it was always scheduled fucking twice. Baby, bless it. <laughs> I got the time zone wrong. And then I'm so glad that we finally did this last week when I was interviewing Lucky. She's like, I've got to make it happen for you guys. And yeah, here the baby, fuck we are. Me too. Yeah, what had happened was, babies, I didn't even receive your text message, honey, until like two hours after you had sent it. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I know. I got your text. You're like, are we doing this today? And I'm like, oh, shit. I just woke up. I, uh, two hours. <laughs> Never even crossed my mind, honey, that there was a time zone difference, dude. It's totally fine. I, um, I didn't used to pay attention to people's time zones till I started the podcast. The hardest one was trying to schedule for somebody in England. And I had just started the podcast and I was like so scared I was going to fuck it up. I like hyperventilated. I woke up all times throughout the night, checking the time zones, making sure the time was right. 
It was a thing. Oh, bless your heart, honey. <laughs> yeah, I bet that would be. I bet that would be a thing. I bet that would be kind of like weird to do. You know, that's a different way, different time zone, Sugarfield. We ain't talking about Eastern Standard. We're talking about over the fucking. <laughs> Correct. Bless it. So, um, something that I that I love about your personality is that you call everybody baby and sugar right off the bat so the first time we got on the phone you were like what's up baby how you doing what's going on sugar and I was like are we best friends yeah 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 because that's what I do dude I'm all about the love baby and 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 it's real crazy to me that uh people take offense to that you know what I'm saying but I have learned a lesson and the lesson is a negative love to feed off the positive sugar foot is what I do honey yeah, and I don't I don't understand how anybody could get upset about like a loving vibration. I think that so often people aren't used to coming at each other with love and so when that's genuinely given to them, they're like, "What is your motive here?" Yeah, and that's real tragic, honey, that people been through things that make them turn off love. And I always tell my babies, honey, I always say, you know, don't give up on love. Give up on people who take it from you, honey. I mean, you know, it's just a thing. And you identify, do you identify as a love witch? What would you identify yourself as? Okay, so I'm a traditional practitioner, but I am a love witch. Like, that's what I was meant to be. That's what I am supposed to be. I'm meant to bring people together, sweeten things. I'm meant to bring love into your life, honey. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I look at it. You know, I just, ever since I was a little girl, honey, I just knew, you know, and and it's a thing. And I didn't even realize it was a thing to be a love witch, honey, until my best friend, which you saw her go, uh, was like, uh, you're a love witch. I'm like, oh my God, dude, like the lightning bells just started going. I'm like, I am, man, for sure. <laughs> you're like, okay, yes, love witch, but you're the most hippie Southern soul. And I love that you're like, I'm just going to sprinkle the vibes around, man. I am, dude. Like, come on. Like, love each other, man. Like, it's a thing. Like, the 60s were a vibe, dude, for sure. Like, it was all about love and, and like, peace, not war. You feel me? And the world <laughs> has changed a lot. Make my heart sad, honey, but bless it. That's true. So, yeah. going into, I want to start at the very beginning. So, were you raised in spirituality? What was your upbringing like? No, baby, I wasn't raised in no type of spirituality. Actually, honey, uh, my mamas and daddies, they never really pressured me into anything at all. That's not to say they were not, um, that they were nice. Okay. But um, in that aspect, they left it up to me. Did I go to Bible school sometimes? Mainly just to get out of the house. Yes, I did. <laughs> and you would have too, honey. Had you been in my house, I'll tell you that. But um, no, I never was pressured. I don't, I don't have any religious trauma. The only trauma I got is from my childhood. I'll tell you that right now. But I truly believe, honey, that that is what led me to this path. Because I don't, I know what it feel like, honey, not to feel loved. And I know what it feel like not to be valued or appreciated, honey. So when I see these people out here suffering and stuff, I always tell them, baby, you are beautiful. That you are strong, that you could do and get through anything, honey. Because I remember not nobody being able to tell me that. So it means something to me. You know, I feel like the kindest people in the world, honey, are the ones that have been through the most. And I think that's a true, true statement. I really do. I do, too. And I think that it's because those of us who have been through rough situations are able to empathize with other people. And I find that those of us that are readers who have been through more shit, I think that it applies to your reading. I want to get your opinion on something. So I recently 
read something that said that narcissists are the one who put themselves inside your own shoes in order to feel and understand your situations. And it's because they have to come at it from a personal, like selfish point of view and able to understand what somebody else has gone through. And I didn't agree with that because- I don't agree with that neither, honey. I'm sitting here saying, no, no they're assholes, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Every single reader who is like, and I won't say every single, the readers that I navigate to and the people's energy who I navigate to are the ones who I'm like, oh, you've been through tough shit. So you're going to be able to be honest and give me different perspectives when you do my reading or when you're my friend. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all, dude. A narcissist is a narcissist. There ain't no fucking cover that shit up. What the fuck you mean, girl? Listen, <laughs> I was no, I got triggered reading that because I'm like, wait, and now I'm making this about myself. Am I secretly a narcissist and I didn't realize it? No. <laughs> now see, that's what they do. That's what the narcissists be doing, honey. They make you yes. It's a fucking thing, dude. <laughs> Misery love company, Sugarfoot. Always remember that shit. Misery love company. No, that's so true. So with you being raised and and you said that you weren't getting pressured like religiously, you don't have those kinds of traumas, but it sounds like you had a, a difficult upbringing. Where did you find your gifts in that? I'm assuming you didn't have somebody who was nurturing you in the process. No. no so like I, I, I spent a lot of time down in Kentucky. Between Bowling Green and Somerset is where my heart's at. That's where my grandma Shorty and Grandpa Ham lived. And they lived on a farm. And I remember being a little girl, honey, going down there, honey. And my granddaddy had this big field of lavender and uh, a willow tree just smack dab right in the middle of it. And I remember I remember asking granddaddy, I was like, why is that willow tree all the way down there, Grandpa? And he's like, well, baby, you can't because, you know, the sewer lines and stuff like that. But I would just go under that willow tree, baby when read Charles Dickens and Emily Dickens and I would just sit there honey and I would just read my because that was my escape was reading and stuff like that and one you know I picked up some books I picked up some books and I would sit under that wheel tree and I would just feel so connected with the nature honey and then I would get my little witchy craft books that I had gotten that I stole from a library <laughs> but I did it was a thing Okay. And I would just sit out there and read. And I was like, man, I feel called to this path. Now I did not start practicing honey until I was 14 years old. And by the way, I walked into a metaphysical shop one day and they were like, oh my gosh, your aura is just so bright. You are just so this and that. And we would love to have you as a junior tarot card reader. So that was my very first job, honey, was being a little tarot card reader at a local metaphysical shop, honey. That is so cute. And I also have to point out um, weeping willows are my favorite fucking tree. I tell my husband all the time that I want a weeping willow so that I can read books underneath it. So the fact that, oh, it's such a vibe, baby. I would sit out there, honey, and I would read these books and I would just get the warm breeze and I would hear the trees and I would hear, you know, just the wind. And it was just, it was just magic. And that's when I knew nature was my church. That's yeah. so beautiful. So you're, beautiful. you're this little junior tarot card reader. Did they give you your own cards? Actually, yes. I, I was gifted my first deck of tarot. Do, by, do I believe you have to be? No, I do not, honey. I don't think that's a thing. Uh, but yeah, they gave me my first one and they picked it out for me. And um, she was so sweet. She really was. I'll never forget it. But it was the Fay tarot. And uh, I like it because I work with the Fay. I have since I was 15. And uh, 
I think there's no coincidences in life, honey. And I don't think there's any accidents. And I think that that deck was for me. And I think it was for a reason, for sure. Yeah, I got about 15 in there. <laughs> I would love to hear about you working with the Fae. I had um, I had one guest on who talked about the Fae and Menahunis. And she's Hawaiian. And so she was talking about like their folklore and whatnot. Yeah. But I haven't talked with anybody who works directly with the Fae. So... <laughs> Like, okay, I remember the first time I invoked the fate, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, dude. I didn't know what I was doing. I was this little girl, honey. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, this is after my first couple spells, and I had gotten a book on fairy lore and had a book on how to invoke them. So I was like, ee, here I go to my yard, honey, with my honey and my cream and my sugar bits, and I'm going to sit right here. I'm going to leave it. Well, <laughs> I did. I woke up and there was like a hundred fairy rings in my yard, honey, just, just everywhere in my yard. Then shit started coming up missing. Yeah. Little things like an eyeliner, fucking earring here and there, honey. Like, where did I put my snuffer, dude? I know I just had it on my altar. Like, what the fuck? And like little things like it. And I know that people don't, uh, people think I'm crazy, but I swear I have seen little points of light, like little points of light. But over the years, honey, I have learned it's a teamwork thing. It's a teamwork thing. You know, you don't be disrespectful. Always respect the faith. But I feel like they're demonized. But you know what? I kind of look at the faith like I look at them kind of like the angels of the forest. You know, there is good and bad to everything. You know what I'm saying? Not even, you know, it's just a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't believe that they're necessarily good or bad. I just think that they have their own like rules, if you will where they are, where humans have constructed their own kinds of rules and how you should treat each other. And I don't believe that a fae is going to be any more manipulative or sidelining than a human being is. Yeah, is that's exactly right, Sugar. But you're going to meet some fae that just don't like you. Okay, it's just a thing. Just like you're going to meet some people that just don't like you. It's a fucking thing. But I will tell you, I love them. And they have a house in my on my altar that my little house brownie, who is one of my spirit guys, stay with me in. And he, he's so cute. And I leave it offerings and everything I get. And they be helping me around the house. It's a thing. It is a thing. And I love it. That's the cutest little thing I've ever heard. It's so cute. I would love to show you sometime. I would love that. What is your opinion on tooth fairies for your kids honey i feel like <laughs> okay so have you read about the tooth fairy lore like have you read about that shit i've i've read some things yes it's fucking wild you hear me like the the the, the fae lore do I necessarily believe in that? Nah, nah, I don't. Cause we know who's the tooth fairy, baby. It's me and you, honey. We sneaking that money behind the pillow. Right. We doing things like that. I think that was humans manipulating things to fit their narrative in a way. You know what I mean? Like, mm, I just don't think so. I don't. Just like I don't believe in the whole star seed thing. I don't think it's a thing, honey. I don't know what that is. I've heard the word starseed and earth angel and, and stuff. Okay, and I don't as get a mama who has three autistic children. The shit I've been hearing is wild, Sugarfoot. It's wild. And I'm like, dude, they're not star seeds. They're fucking babies, honey. That's all they are. They're just little babies, honey. Or these people, they're just people. Like, they're not star seeds. And then the shit I've been hearing talk about eugenics and all this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's beyond me. I just scroll past it. And I'm like, oh my God. What is star seeds, though? I guess, okay. So, from what I gathered, honey, from what I'm understanding, is that they're like, 
descendants of like some eugenics or some like something to do with the Hitler dude. Like there's like something like, yes, girl. And then some about autistic children are special because of it. I don't girl. It's a thing. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. I'm confused. Okay. Someone's <laughs> going to listen to this and they're going to be like star seeds and Hitler. What? I swear, dude, I've been scrolling past on the FYP, honey. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are these people talking about? And then I looked at my babies and I was like, nothing, both being blonde-haired and blue-eyed. I was like, get the fuck up out of here, dude. That's fucking weird. No, I think this is a perfect example, though. So mo- a majority of things that I see on TikTok, on social platforms, I'll look at it and be like, oh, I need to research that. And I will not look on that fucking app for my goddamn research. I tell you what, it's the same thing. I'm, I, uh, I scroll past things like that. Actually, that's not true. Sometimes there'll be, um, uh, Piper CJ, I think is who it is or CJ Piper. And Uh they do all kinds of like informative videos and things. And I love their energy and they're very open to different perspectives. So I like that, Mm -hmm. but stuff like starseed shit or earth angel whatever or Mm -hmm. whatnot I always scroll past that same with people's like opinions on something that basically anytime I see a video stitched I and it's about somebody else I'm like okay we're gonna scroll right past that because I don't care (laughs) yeah dude that's what killed me about the witch shock baby is all the drama and everything like that like honey just put it away. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been, you know, I'm not, I'm not innocent in that. You know, when them Christians come up after me, honey, after a oh, while, God. after a while, killing them with kindness, I be, I be getting pissed. And then people come after me for my accent, like I could just fucking help the way I was born or the way I talk. Like leave me alone, honey. I ain't hurt nobody. And I have gotten to the point where I get angry, honey, and I do be answering comments. But then I gotta remember. And nobody in this world, honey, can change my heart, honey. Nobody in this world. So that negative energy, I just transmute into the love to remember, to remind myself to love myself today. You see what I'm saying? I don't think there's anything wrong with when you're getting comments or whatnot to go and reply to that. And I think that there's a superiority in religion versus spirituality as well. And there, I think that you teach people that you can be loving and you can still have firm and assertive boundaries and you can be open about your practice and still say, no, fuck you. You're not going to put me down for what I'm believing in and what I'm putting on my page. Right. And I always match energies. So if you come at me sideways, I'm going to come at you sideways. If you come at me from a loving standing point, because there's one thing about Miss Honey, two things for sure. If you listen, my honey, you turn to vinegar real quick, honey, you piss me off, honey, because don't forget I am Southern and I got a whole can of whoop ass behind this shirt. So just understand. Uh, <laughs> very sweet, but, my, but that's the thing, honey. My kindness can take me for weakness a lot, baby. It do. It do. Just because I'm a love being doesn't mean I won't beat your ass. You hear me what I'm saying, girl? Listen, I'm, it's a thought. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with you. Stop <laughs> it. Okay, so you got your little baby Faye deck. You're over here doing junior tarot reading. What kinds of things are they going over with you um, when you're doing like their their tarot sessions? Are they teaching you the histories? Like how are we doing it? Okay, so basically they said, here you go. Do with it what you will. Do with it what you will in terms of like, here's the deck. Yeah, we're going to, and, and the, you study it, blah, 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 come back, you know, blah, 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 you got the job. So basically they sent me on my own path, which I kind of respect. 
yep. because they were pushing their opinions or their values, Sugarfoot. And they actually wanted me to be a part of a coven, but I was like, nah, I don't like it. No. And then after a while, I was like, you know, my mama, she was like, you know, Brittany, honey, they're, 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 you're, you know, you got this job. They're only giving you tips. I think they're using your energy. I think you're not getting paid for this or nothing like that. I think you should, I think you should nip it in the butt. So I did, I quit and I said, I love you. I love you. I still shopped there, still hung out there, still said hello, you know, but I, I did, I ended up quitting that job because it wasn't a, it wasn't a rep, um, what's the right word? It, that energy wasn't reciprocated. You know what I'm saying? Like the energy I put into the readings and stuff, it wasn't reciprocated. And at a 15 year old, at a 14, 15 year old age, I knew that that was not cool. Elmo don't work for free. Okay. Elmo don't work for free. No. And, and again, you're teaching yourself and you're teaching people that are around you to have assertive boundaries and good on your mom for pointing that out too. And being like, Hey, you deserve more than that. Yeah. Because what had happened was honey, as you know, they were like, Oh, free junior tarot card readings, but tips optional. The tip was never uh, an option for them. So I would spend eight hours in this metaphysical shop and nobody be tipping me. And everybody be like, Oh, that resonated. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. And then they'd be like, no money. And I'm like, <laughs> but I want that black finger candle over there. Honey, I got some shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, cause I would put it right back into the shop. Yeah, no, I would feel, I would feel used and drained from doing that. I mean, it's yeah. nice that you're getting an education out of it, but you are teaching yeah. yourself. So it's not like they're teaching you. And listen, I, when I was a little girl, honey, all I wanted to do is read cross reference and shit like that. Like, am I going to lie to you and say that I've read a book? I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. But you know what? I think there's a beauty and learning from other cultures and a beauty from learning from other religions. I do. And I think a lot of people, you know, get hate on for wanting to learn, but baby, that's where the knowledge is power, Sugarfoot. That's what it all is about. And when you learn about things, you know, you, you get to, you get to decide what you want to do, what you don't want to do, or what kind of path you want to follow. It's a thing. Knowledge is power. Hence this fucking podcast. <coughs> for real. Sorry. You're that one good. made me choke. That that came through my throat chakra real forceful. Listen, it's a thing. Listen, I got to have my Diet Coke and my menthols. And if I don't have my Diet Coke and my menthols, we tripping. I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you guys are um, watching this, if you're just listening, Miss Honey is double fisting. She's got a smoke in one hand and a Diet Coke in the other hand. And her <laughs> shirt is Aphrodite vibes. And I'm just, I'm here for it all. No, yes, you I know what? My earrings. They're a uh, raccoon bone and flowers on me. That is so cute. I've got pot leaves. Oh, I like it too, honey. Oh, let me kiss it. Wow, <laughs> there you go, baby. Um, I would love to know what your opinion is on how people can be respectful to other religions, cultures, whatever, and incorporate things into their practice while also um, getting knowledge on what things are going to be closed and offensive to other people. Okay. So this is my thing. I'm native American, right? I'm Cherokee and I'm Italian. The best thing I could tell somebody is to go, if they're curious about native culture is to go ask an elder, don't listen to this app and the people who gain power off of thinking they're everything. No, go reach out to the res, go re go to powwows, go talk to the people. Because they will tell you, honey. They have no qualms in telling you, Sugarfoot. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> it killed me. Because white sage get a bit bad, bad rap. And let me tell you something. 
If you go and you talk to the native sign, they will tell you, you know, as long, if you get it from them and you use it properly, that's the thing. White sage half the time, honey, is used improperly. A lot of times it's used in birth ceremonies or in like, you know, death ceremonies, like funerals and things like that. It's used to call forth the ancestors. So if you sit in there trying to cleanse your house, sugar foot, and you use using white sage because you're trying to get rid of some shit, that ain't going to work, baby. That ain't going to work. Once again, knowledge is power. Reach out actually had um the episode i think it was gold country witch but i had an indigenous witch on that's how she identifies herself and she was talking uh, we were talking about cleansing your space and stuff and i said from my understanding i've never used sage to cleanse a space i've used sage after i cleanse a space and i want to bring in energies into my home and that's when I use the sage and I use it as an invoking and not a shunning. And yeah, and there's a lot of misinformation out there, honey. And, you know, when I see people build their whole platform, honey, off the backs of a downfall, that says a lot about your character, honey. Because at the end of the day, they are human, just like me and you, baby. They bleed just like me and you. They got feelings just like me and you. And mental health is a fucking thing. And when you get cyberbullied and when you get stalked and harassed and stuff like that, you got to think about that, baby. Because you got to put your ego aside. You know, you got to put that aside, honey, and think about people as a whole, honey. I got um, recently, and I haven't said this on the podcast, and I don't want to say a name because you and I both know. But okay. I got literal death threats for having somebody for just an announcement being made that I had interviewed somebody that we were going to be dropping the episode of because there is this, this negative if, how do I say this, I feel like there are very passionate people who believe that they are doing the right thing I truly believe that who think that they are doing good. But when your sense of good is you have to rip people down and you have to silence the voice of other people because you can't possibly get your point across if they're speaking also. It goes against everything that like we should have as a community of people. Exactly, baby. Like I respect a message. I respect a message, but the delivery can be so hateful. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a difference between educating and downgrading. There is a difference between, uh, you know, appropriation and appreciation. It's all about the perspective. You know what I mean? So like, you know, a little baby, is she trying to use white stage, honey? Why don't you say, hey, baby, no, you know, maybe this is not the way to go. Or maybe you could use this instead. Like, come on. You ain't got to be so hateful, honey. You ain't got to be so mean. Because what if people don't just, they just don't know, you know? So many people just don't know. And I think it like, and for me, I don't want somebody coming at me and being like, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but you shouldn't be doing that. But if you sent me, uh, if you sent me a link to a book and you said, Hey, I, I see that you're using this. I just, um, I found this book really cool because it talked about the positive and negative of using that. And I got really educated. I thought you may enjoy it. Yeah. I'm going to go and get that book and educate myself because, wow, there's different points of view on this. I never would have known, but attacking somebody or being, or just, you know, nobody wants an unsolicited advice. So even going in in a certain energy, people are going to be like, go fuck yourself. 
seen a baby, a poor little beginner, honey. Bless her little heart, honey. She got up on there and she was doing egg divination. Oh, honey, all of the talk come for her. And I was like, oh, baby, honey, eggs are not closed, sugar. You're okay. And, I, and, and that's the thing. Dude, everything. You know what? What made witchcraft really cool back in the day, honey, is all, different cultures and different religions. You know, we all we got together and exchanged information. That's what yep. made us grow as witches. That's what made us grow honey is the togetherness the community honey root work like the natives used to work with the africans it's a thing you can look it up it's history you know what i'm saying so like that that spark that sense of community and that love is gone because everybody want to just sectional section everybody off into certain things and doing this and that but that ain't what witchcraft is about dude it ain't what it's about I refuse to subscribe to the thought that we're all going to be separated and that we're all going to be pulled apart and that everybody has to do a specific inline kind of magic. I refuse to subscribe to that because that yeah. is what people want. It is easier. Here's my opinion on it. If you're going to be putting your craft online and you know that you're really good at this one thing, and that this is your thing. If somebody comes along and they're doing that same thing too, it hits your ego because, well, I'm the best at this. I'm doing this. I have the right to do this because of this, you know, whatever it is, because well, you have, the you know what? You never make your light shine brighter by, di by dimming somebody else's light, by unscrewing that light bulb. You will never make your shine brighter, honey. I support my friends. You hear me? I lift them up. I message her. I message what you saw at Heart of Gold every single day. And mm -hmm. I tell her, good morning, baby. And she just got her LLC. And I'm so proud of her, honey. We support each other. That's what true friendship and community is about. Uplifting people, honey. You don't do, you don't gain nothing by making somebody feel like shit. Never. Never. That's why I like the love. <laughs> I love the love. And um, no, you, your page has actually been helping me with, like I told you, being able to, um, let your heart out there, let your heart show and still have boundaries because for me, and I'm sure other people, I have always had, I'm a very inner out person. So either I really like you and I'm giving you all of my energy or I don't fuck with you, leave me alone. And so finding that middle balance has been That's really cool. fucking difficult. It, it is, it is. And, and having such a big heart of mine, it get me into trouble sometimes, but lessons have been learned and lessons have been, lessons have been learned and, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but it's just so hard for me to turn off the switch. It's really, it really is so hard for me to turn off my openness. You know, it really is. And, it, and that stemmed from my childhood, baby. That's what I'm saying. It all stemmed from that childhood, honey, because I know hurt people hurt people. It's a thing. Yeah, that's true. So with you doing your tarot reading, where we left off was you, you broke away from that shop. You needed to be being compensated differently. So what was our next step? So I continued to practice. Sorry, lighting a cigarette. I, I continued to practice, honey. Um, but my very first spell ever, I will never forget it. It was a 12 knot love spell. And I got it out of a uh I got it out of a silver it's spoon a book. Hold on one second. Right there, baby. Oh, we ain't got no water, baby. Mama gotta go get it, okay? Oh, how'd you start down? Go get daddy. Go get daddy. Anyway, sorry. Um, okay. my very first spell ever was a 12 knot love spell. And it was 
it was <laughs> it was out of a a silver a silver stain book or something like that. I still got it up in there, and uh, it was right before I uh, started my eighth grade year, and it was so cute, dude. Because I met, I did it, I I I did it, I buried it, honey, and then I met the dude I was with for six years. Oh. And I'm not going to lie to you. Love magic, it do. It can have consequences. You know, sometimes you got to be careful on what you ask for. Because you just might fucking get it, okay? And that's what the battle I'm having inside right now. Should I add love workings to the Etsy? And I'm like, but I know there's going to be babies that come up in there that want somebody so bad they can't taste it, honey. And I know. And that can lead to some dangerous things on some real shit. So, you know, that's what's, that's my inner conflict right now. So I think if I do offer workings on the Etsy, it'll be more like sweetening or more of like come like welcoming in love to their life, you know, or calming heart type of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So for me with love spells, my, my thing has always been my, when I was learning, it was that love spells take away somebody's free will, but, and I want to get your opinion on it. Cause I see your eyes. Um, and I learned that when you're, when I am doing a reading for somebody, it's more about what things do you need to flip in your life for you to be bringing in that kind of love that you're looking for. And what is it that's making you seek love that isn't seeking you? I agree. And let me tell you something while he's on a subject, love workings to me are no different than prosperity. When you ask him for the flow of money. Listen, you're manipulating energies to transform it into what you're wishing for. So what's the difference between a love working and a prosperity working, girl? Like, it, we're just, you just opening the gates, honey. Just opening the gates for what you're trying to manifest. But ain't nothing wrong with that, dude, you know? I love you for that. And I love you. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think you should offer that. There's so many people who, and my co-host on my other podcast, Lick It Like a Lollipop, is she does twin flame and soul, yeah. soul, what is it? Soulmate and twin flame things. And there's so many people that are like, I want to know if this person is this and that person is that. So I can find that when people realize that, then all of a sudden they're like, how do I get them? And that would be like your area of expertise. Yeah, girl. And I think that's why Aphrodite, listen, I was a practitioner for 18 years, honey, and I never knew uh, that she had been calling to me or whatever like that. And then one day it just kind of dawned on me. And I was like, dude, because I felt it. I felt this like shift. And I was like, man, what is that? Who's calling? You know, so I confirmed it. I got a double, triple confirmed. And it made complete sense, dude. It made complete fucking sense, man. So now she's got an author and I love her so bad. And she has influenced me a lot in my business too. She's helped me with the uh, beauty products and things like that. And uh, like my Aphrodite rose water and things like that. Like, she helped me. She insisted I named it that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's a thing. It is a thing. That's why I wore my shirt today. Because I want everybody to know who my baby is. I love her to pieces. I love that. I want to try your Aphrodite oil. Girl, I will send you some. Like, I would love it. It's actually a rose water, hand strained and organic with rose quartz inside with rose hips. And it was like a, it was like a self-love and glamour thing. You know what I mean? Like that was my intent it. when I made it. It's to like, when you spray it on your face, baby, just remember how beautiful you are. Mama said so. Yeah. 
I, I love it. So that's what you're doing now in your practice. But where did we jump from with you doing that first spell? Because I love magic. I can't, I can't help but what I like to talk about it. Um, I did take one break in my practice, and I will tell you why. Okay? So buckle up, buttercup. Okay, so when I was about 18 years old, honey, I was babysitting a little baby, honey. And uh, that the little baby was asleep to me. I would sleep right next to me, honey. And when I woke up, uh, said baby was uh, spread out completely in front of my altar. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, why, dude, come to find out, like, that house was just really, really haunted, dude, and I don't know what the fuck that was, but can you say I packed up all my shit, put it in the closet, honey, I was so scared, I scared myself. Wait, was, was this baby, was this baby alive? Yes! Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, girl, yes! I was thinking just a dead baby on your altar, and I'm no. like, what the fuck happened to this house? <laughs> no dude he was alive and everything but i was like what the fuck like why are you here like why are you was in my bed honey this baby was so small like he was too little to be rolling like that honey he was too like so it it, it spooked me it did so uh i packed my shit up and put it in a box honey put it in the fucking closet and i didn't start practicing again until about three years after that shit yeah what the fuck do you know what happened I honestly, to this day, honey, I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It was in the, it was in, I lived in the basement, honey. And in Indiana, there's a lot of tales about the Underground Railroad being underneath the city. And I was in a basement and I lived right behind the Hannah house. So what the fuck, dude? So I don't know. I, I don't know. Gemini, I couldn't tell you, baby, but it fucked me up. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> I'd have been fucked up too. So how did you how did you after the three years be like, oh yeah, I want to try witchcraft again? The calling. Oh yeah, I can't fucking ignore that shit. You know, I put my foot in the grass and I felt the breeze against my skin and I was like, okay, it's time to get back going again. Time to get back going again. Get back into my practice, honey, because that's what bring me joy. You know, my practice saved me. You know, it, it's it's I grew up in such a <laughs> hurricane. And my practice was mine. And it's something I could control. And it brought me peace. And it brought me happiness. And it gave me tools to protect myself from things. I love witchcraft. And whenever I hear somebody say, oh, witchcraft is evil. Oh, witchcraft is this and that. It's like, no. No, you're looking at it from, a, you're looking at it from the wrong point, baby. Witchcraft is beautiful. Witchcraft is everything. It's the crickets. It's the blades of grass between your toes. It's the smell of a flower, honey. It's that power you feel, honey, when you when you're doing your protection work and you know what you're doing. It's the it's it's seeing your work and it's come to fruition. It's everything. It's everything. You know what I mean? I do. No, I think that witchcraft is so fucking beautiful and. The fact that everybody does things differently based on what their upbringing is and what calls to them, because everybody has a calling towards different things. Your thing is nature. You've always known that it's nature that for me, I like being out and like, I like being out at the river and things like that. And I like being in nature. Yeah. I get so overwhelmed by being out in nature that I have, like, I get full headaches. I have to leave. 
whoa. <laughs> That's always, it's always been like that. I enjoy it. I think it's wonderful. I listen to sounds of nature when I'm going to sleep, but I feel so, um, I get the same anxiety that I do when I'm in crowds of people. Have you ever researched or dove into tree spirits? I have. So maybe that's why you're feeling anxiety, but maybe they're trying to talk to you, honey, and you're, you've maybe got a wall built up or something like that, and they're trying to penetrate it, and that's why you have anxiety in the forest, honey. Do you ever think about I'm that? I'm sure that's fucking true. So um, the, like, double dichotomy for me is I learned how to do my tarot readings in the forest with my very best friend. She's been on the podcast. So I understand all of the energy that I can pull from that and every, like, I, I, I totally feel in alignment with that. Um, and that's a part of my practice, but I do definitely feel like there are energies out in nature that try to reach me that I don't, I'm somebody who I don't listen until I fully understand and you have to listen to understand. And so I close myself off to a lot of things I feel like, because I never would want to tap into a message or an energy or something and not understand a, what they want in return, B, how to utilize all of that information that they've just gave me and do proud and three, not fuck something up in the process. I get that, Sonny. I get that. And, you know, I think that uh, fear has been something that's held my practice. Like, you know, that's been like a thing in my practice, honey, the fear and uh, self-doubt. And I think that's a lot of things that witches don't talk about. And sometimes we doubt ourselves. You know, am I, am I powerful enough for this? Am, am I going to, you know, do this the way I want? Is it going to come out the way I want it to? And I think that a lot of witches don't talk about that. Or like when spells fail. I think that's another thing that, you know, people don't talk about. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. So much spell work. I mean, for the amount of spells that actually work out, there's so much uh, failure that happens in that. And oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. And uh, like the other day, girl, huh, I was sitting there and I lit it. I do. I was doing a protection working and uh, the candle went out three times. And I was like, okay, maybe, you know, and I'm thinking mundane before magical. I'm fucking checking the air conditioner on me. I'm checking around my shit. I'm like, what the fuck? So I put a circle of black salt around it to see if any like negative, like spirits were around, honey, trying to blow my flame out, honey. And I didn't see no markers and stuff like that, but come to find out, huh? Come to find out I had learned uh, through the grapevine, honey, that uh, that girl, some little girl that did, had an issue with Miss Honey, sent a whole entity to my fucking house, Sugarfoot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I nipped it. I took care of it. But the audacity. And it's all out of jealousy is what it is. It's all out of jealousy, baby. I know who it was, you know. But that's okay. I just think that, see, that's the kind of fuck shit that I don't participate in and yeah. that I do not like because it is so easy to just go, oh, I don't, I don't align with them. I'm going to block this account and move on. That, girl, that's what I did. And that's what's funny about this girl. Like, I'm sure you've been on my page. You know who I'm talking about. Dude. She said I, I actually stole don't, but now I'm going to have to long. Meat and potatoes, girl. Let's gossip, girl. That's one thing that's about us up too. Thanks for showing sure. our southerners, honey. We like to spill the tea. Okay, <laughs> so what happened was this little baby, honey, got on there, honey. She said that I was stealing her business ideas. Number one, I put a lot of thought and effort into my business, honey. Every idea is organic, every single one of them. So the audacity. And my best friend caught it on her live at four, five, six in the morning. 
okay. So what I did was I was like the audacity. <laughs> and I said, how dare you? Uh, this is defamation of character. I put a lot of thoughts in my eyes. Like, and if these were your ideas, where are they at? Huh? Where are they at, honey? They're not on your Etsy. So where are they at? Hmm? And then in the text message, I have it, but you know, I have it. I have a text message to say, I know you ain't still no content. Well, damn straight, honey. I put a lot of thought into my shit. I love, I love making my candles and my stuff like that. I love making my products, honey. But I said, I wish no ill will towards you. I hope you move on in life. I hope you do great things. Ended it. Blocked her. And she's been sending me negative juju since then. I've had to do so many return to senders, honey. The fruit flies in my house are wild. Yes, honey. The jealousy, the envy. She has threw hexes at me. Yes, ma'am. Whole ass entity to my house, honey. See, and I think that there's, how do I say this? I feel like there's an ignorance on what a collective message is. And so somebody is taking it as an individual, like you are stealing from them when in reality, in the same way that a collective reading makes sense to a whole bunch of different people because spirit has you on same journeys so that you can find companionship in the struggle. It's the same exact thing when it comes to witchcraft and magic. And I feel like, yeah, spirit has you doing the same types of things, doing the same things, because this is what's needed in the world right now. And you can't put all of that on one person's shoulders. Well, see, this is what had happened. What had happened was, is she was like, oh, let's go into business together. And I was like, uh, okay, because I have a really hard time saying no. It's a thing. And uh, she was like, okay, I'll just have everything set up to where it goes to my PayPal, and then I'll just cash app you. Nah. No. I know somebody who just went through the exact same thing. Um, business advice for somebody who I do content with so many different people, and I have different podcasts going. Um, if it's a new person that you've never like worked with before doing contracts, fucking yeah. huge. Even if you're not going to legally, uh, hold it up energetically, you both agreed to something and there's no middle workings when it comes to spirit. And then if somebody wants to send you things based on them, not holding up their end, it's an automatic return to sender. Um, don't do business with people when it's something that you already have done that you've already set up completely on your own and that they haven't. How do I say this? If you're going to, so for me, like I already had the podcast, right? Doing a podcast with my, with Rampage on our podcast, we were very clear about this is the, this is the stuff that I do for it. This is the stuff that you do for it. This is, you know, we have an agreement on how money gets spent when it's monetized, whatever. And it stays in a pot until we're ready to use it. So nobody fucking has access. It's a neutral space. Yeah. So, it, it gave me very much a weird vibe. It gave yeah. me, and it was only after I started posting videos about my own personal candles I'd make for myself. You know, like, uh, like my little, my little candles that I made for myself just out of hobby. And, you know, babies were really were like, oh, I'd buy one of them. And I'm like, am I that good? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'd buy one of them. And I'm like, oh, cute. And that's only after she's seen the response of that. Did she ever come up with that idea? And she wanted everything to be 50-50. And I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know, man. Because, listen, her bit has been doing, like, I'm not trying to downplay her because I hope success for her. But <laughs> it ain't been it. Okay? So, 
that probably would have dragged me down. And plus, it was a tone of her shop as well, honey. She wanted to do deity letters and like things like that. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm trying to do self care, you know, self care candles, you know, salts and sprays and lotions. I ain't trying to do all that, honey. No God spouse letters, nothing like that. It's just not my vibe. Not saying that's not a thing. It's just not my vibe. You feel me? And there, yes. And this is why everybody should be feeling things out before they order products from people before they get readings. Um, I don't know if you saw, but I've been wanting to put these guest boxes together for podcast guests. And I, what I want to do is originally I was like, okay, well, I'll buy things from different people's shops and I'll put them in the box and I'll send them out. And that way I can rep my friend's shops, whatever. And then I was like, okay, but there are so many shops that like, I don't know if I like the energy of the product. I've never received it before. So I don't want to spend money on doing that and whatnot. So what I've started doing is I'm setting up a PO box so that people like you who make candles, oils, whatever you guys can send things in. I'll do unboxings on my page so that everybody gets recognition. And then the items that I really align with for certain people, I'll send them in their gift box and I can pick which things based on the energy of that person. See, I don't do oils. That's my bestie. That's my bestie. Which is so hard to go. Let me tell you something. Her oils are the only oils I'll use. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was spiritually led to that woman. When I tell you, honey, that we have so much in common and uh, the, the weird, the weirdest shit, honey, has happened and its spirit has confirmed like she and me meant to be. We were meant to be friends. We she's the we're, she calls it the yin to the yang. You know what I'm saying? She she likes to say, like, I'm her like comfort, you know, like her calm zone where she is the one that give me a backbone. And I think that's very complimentary, you know, and I love it. But, yeah, she's the only person I will buy oils from. Yes. That's beautiful. Uh, that's the exact same uh, friendship that I have with Rampage too. She made me so, I, and I'm the same way, by the way, I don't use other people's like, I have one shop I've ordered oils from and I love her, but then Rampage made me these spray cleanses. Yeah. And I use them before readings. I didn't know you could do spray cleanses. And so it opened my mind, the energy off of different kinds of cleanses lately i've been cleansing my um cards with let me show you this it's so cute i'm so excited so my husband bought me this bell and it's also a sound bowl oh my and goodness so i so you son of a batch of cookies uh, i like uh, it so i've been cleansing my deck with sound and that's new yeah. i think it's so beautiful yeah, dude, I sound cleans all the time. You know what? If you got some children, honey, they sound clean in your space at all tw- all times. Okay. <laughs> I do. And actually, I knew somebody who said that she used to have her kids hold her decks as a yeah. cleanse before she would do. Re- I won't do that. Don't fucking touch my cards. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, that's not a thing for me. <laughs> what I like to do is I like to keep my decks with a little piece of selenite in them and a piece of amethyst. I've got. My selenite and my amethyst. Ah, get by with me, girl. Get, 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 get. <laughs> I love it. It's a thing. It's a thing. You? And, you know, uh, like, I will never, like, I never will reach out to people for readings. I feel like they're going to come to me. You know yeah. what I mean? And I have had people come to me. And I'll never forget one time I read this girl, honey. She had a, some, and, and it's a thing. Energy can be transmuted through a phone, sugar foot. It can. It's very important, I think, lately towards your phone. I really, really do, dude. 
I couldn't agree with you more. I'm actually going to pull cards for you because now that we're talking about it. Let's go, baby. Now that we're talking about it, and I know that you were like, I loved Lucky's, so I'm going to do yours. You're so precious. I thought it was so spot on too for her. And she, yeah. I'm actually going to use, I think I'm going to do the dark and the light deck for you. Spicy. Spicy. Okay. We had somebody reach out to me. Hecate. Hecate reaching out to me too. So what's funny about that is that I've always been very open about having a god and goddess and not knowing who they were, but knowing that they were there. And so I got a confirmation reading that it was Hecate for my goddess. And then um, I was talking with somebody who was like, can I give you a deity reading? Because I really, I have a strong sense of um, a God here for you. And he keeps on peeking around your shoulder and whatever. And I was like, yeah. So I got a confirmation on Lucifer and I thought that it was just funny because I've always played on the fact that witches are considered devil worshipers. Kill me. It killed me because Satan and Lucifer are two totally different bands. Two totally different bands, honey. So it, so it's always funny to me. And so I've just, I've always played on that. And in playing on that, I've researched, right? Because like, I, I'm not going to talk shit about something I don't understand. And so um, I've always felt such a strong pull, but then been like, no, it's just because of my research. So I just found it fucking funny. And uh, yeah. So I got two. Okay. So another baby that I was conf- confirmed, which makes total sense is Apollo. And that makes total sense because of my relationship with this girl, with Aphrodite. You know what I'm saying? That does make sense. So it makes sense. So I'm gonna do some. Uh, I'm gonna do some some research. I'm gonna do some things, honey, and I'm gonna start my process. Because, like I said, this is all new to me, and I've been a practitioner honey, for 18 plus. You know, the, I've been a practitioner a long ass time, sugar foot. But you, like, and that's another thing that's misconcepted about witchcraft, honey. You ain't got to work with nobody. No, you ain't got to. But I tell you what, it's a whole. It's a lovely feeling. It is. No, you don't have to. And in fact, I was so open about not having a deity, not understanding deity work, not getting it. I like to work by myself. I don't. And it's because for me, there was this misconception of everything fear, right? So there's this, uh, they smite you when you don't do what they want. And, you know, there's direct consequences when you don't listen or whatever, but I feel like just with everything else in your practice, you put up a parameter. I don't want to work with you if you're going to demand these things of me. This is how I do my practice. If you would like to come in and, and boost my energy and assist with what my personal mission is and make me the best version of myself, welcome on in. If it's that you want something done for your agenda, I don't give a fuck if you're Lucifer or God himself. You can go fuck yourself. No, and that's the thing. You can say no. Exactly. You can, you can, you can choose to work with somebody or not as a thing like you don't have to answer every call no I and I feel like um I would love to know did you I'm I'm getting the cards in order um did you have any uh deities who came to you just temporarily for like a short little just wanted you to recognize that they were there and they moved on honestly I just started my deity journey so we will see the future we'll see what the future holds because like i said i have not worked with anybody until a couple months ago and that's aphrodite so she's my first go around so we'll see i love <laughs> it i had i had pan come in 
and literally was on me to read this, this book. And I started reading it. It was the most boring. I got through like four pages. It was this person talking about their deity experience. And yeah. I was like, I do not give a single fuck. And, ah, um, page four, it had the birth of Pan. And so I read it and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And Pan's like, I just wanted you to get outside of yourself and actually do what you're being told you should be doing without arguing. Thank you. And like moved on. And that was it. And that was the whole lesson. I love it. I love I did it too. I love right. it. I cleansed the, I used the cleansing sprays. I just shuffled the deck a little bit and got some energy into it. I like to do a circle of protection before I do readings. Okay. So I'm going to do that for us and then okay. I'll start pulling cards. All right, let's go. Sugar fix. All right. I am opening up a circle of protection to read Miss Honey today. I am inviting all elements into our circle. I ask that air comes in and brings us fresh perspectives, different outlooks on things and new energies just in our spirit and in our craft. I ask that water comes in and goes through every obstacle to bring us the messages that are intended today. Help us to be more fluid and to take these messages with us as we leave the circle. I ask that fire comes in and helps to guard us while we're on our path, but also help to light the path that Miss Honey should be taking after this reading. And I ask that earth comes in and helps to keep us grounded in this moment and helps us to really stay focused on what our reading and true messages are today. I ask that guardian angels, ancestors, spirit guides, gods, goddesses, and any deities, please come surround us and give us additional protection as our guard is down and our energy flows freely. The circle is now open. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, I got, dude. I got chilly when I like invited Aaron. I'm an air element. I'm Gemini. I am too. You're a Gemini? Yeah. Oh my God, it's meant to be. I swear, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that one's your birthday. June 10th. June 10th. You're a June one. Yes, ma'am. I love it. How fun. The devil card came out. okay so that first the first card that we have is the two of pentacles so definitely you have so much fucking juggling going on with everything that you're doing um (laughs) putting it lightly (laughs) putting it lightly i feel like um with the devil though coming up right afterwards i feel like um you are going to feel this immense burnout if you're not calm with things and letting things flow how they're going to flow. The devil card, I feel like people point out is like, oh, that's like the bad card or whatever. I don't think so. I think that the devil is enticing and I think that success is enticing. Um, Everybody knowing who you are is enticing. Putting content out there and getting recognition, that's very enticing. It's also the duality is that it's really fucking draining. And with that five of pentacles next, I feel like there would be, um, I feel like if you are too focused on making a goal happen and not resting yourself right now, and you're too focused on making sure that all of these other things work out, then I think you're going to have a deep disappointment because I don't feel like you're going to be putting your full energy into the things that you should be 
in order to get things coming out. I have the the king of wands next and our wands are our like our willpower and our communication but wands for me symbolize your spirituality and I feel like with the king of wands I almost feel like this so this is the card and he has two maidens that are shackled up and I feel like this is the putting in check the leadership role that you're having because if you speak things in a finite way where you tell people that like this is how it has to be you have to go at your practice with having love in your practice right somebody who is clinging on to that small detail may be like I don't have additional love to put into my practice right now. I don't have, I don't have that to give. And it can almost make somebody else feel like they're not doing the right thing because they don't have that additional abundance to put in. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I feel like, um, I, first of all, with that King of Wands, I feel like you are going to be having a, a phase happen where you're going to be educating other people specifically on ways to practice. Oh. I could, I could see that happening for you, but I could see, um, you needing to have different perspectives on that when you teach and educate people, because mm -hmm. I do think that this could be a, the, the King of Wands, it could be a limiting thing where somebody doesn't know how to communicate that a certain way of practice makes them feel uncomfortable or makes them feel like they have to minimize themselves. Right. Right. Okay. But I have the world. So literally the energies that you're going to be putting into things are going to keep on having them going, you know, full circle for you. Okay. Interesting. I want to pull a couple dark goddess cards for you. Though. I have go, this. Dude. I, I knew that that was going to be, you were like, Oh, Apollo and um, Aphrodite and everything. So I'm like, okay, we're going to, we're going to pull some cards. I have Aphrodite in here. So she got like me. <laughs> If Aphrodite popped out, I would just simply die. That's all. No, but they always have messages too. I love this Oracle deck. Um, and I'll show you the cards once some pop out, but um, they always have an underlying message. And I find that this deck is really good for shadow work because in a true goddess fashion, it calls you out while mothering you afterwards and being like, you've got this, but we're going to do this. My baby's calling me, dude. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. What's that? What's that? Yes, baby. Yeah, go ask daddy, okay? Sorry. That's okay. Mama is six. <laughs> yeah, daddy's on duty. Okay, go get your daddy. <laughs> You're going to fucking love this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shuffle and get just one more. Let's go, Sugarfoot. Let's go. I, I feel it in my bones that there's one more. Come on. There we go. Oh, okay. Okay. So your <laughs> goddesses are Arachne, Hecate, Sheila Nagig, and Nematona came out. <laughs> I knew Hecate was going to come in there, dude. That's I why I laughed it, and was like, you're going to love this. I knew it, man. Okay, so Arachne represents hubris. And this is 
her message. Face your fear of spiders. Are you coming from a place of ego or from the heart? Be careful not to brag. Don't try so hard. You will receive the recognition that you deserve. Be the real you and weave your life constructively. A spider indicates choices to be made. The exhibitionist of Greek origin, Arachne was a most gifted weaver who challenged Athena. Talent she had, but her attitude left much to be desired. Realizing this, Arachne took her own life in shame. Athena brought her back as a spider so Arachne could do what she truly loved to weave forevermore. Not me getting spiders, an abundance of spiders at my door, dude. I, I knew as soon as I said spiders that that was, I could see. Yeah, it's a thing. Spiders, spiders also represent, I think spiders, people always think of spiders as creepy and crawly, but wow. spiders also represent uh, carrying secrets and um, uh, silently being able to, uh, what is it? Spiders silently are able to um, attract in exactly what they need in order to survive. And um, they're very patient and save things for later, which I think would go right in hand with our slow down and think things through before you're applying them and make sure that the words that you speak over other people right now are ones that won't make them feel overwhelmed. Right. Hecate, shielding someone from the truth is not helping right now. Focus on your own ability to listen rather than your need to lecture. An old flame is circling. Ensure your insurance policies are valid and up to date and make the repairs to your home that you have been long neglecting. The guardian of Greek origin, Hecate was the goddess of magic, witchcraft, the night, the moon, ghosts, and necromancy. She was the only child of the Titans Persis and Asteria from which she received her power over heaven, earth, and sea. She became the embodiment of the triple goddess with far-reaching powers and a wealth of wisdom. And that's her card. Stunning. Stunning. Um, this next one is Sheila Nagy, and this is for desperation. Dun, 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 dun. I always sing when I'm fucking reading. Oh, I love to sing. I sing to my spell work. <laughs> I do too. Really? Surround yourself. Yes. I love that, dude. Um, and I've started recording my, so I give Patreon members on certain tiers a monthly private reading and I've been recording it and sending it to them so they can keep it forever. And so I like, you know, that. when that's what Witchy when, So do, that's what Witchy So do, she, she sends it to you. That way you can have it forever and you can go back and stuff like that. I love that. I love it. And I find that like when I'm looking back over it to send out, I'm mm -hmm. always like, oh my gosh, I'm singing during this whole thing. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's a, it's an energy, like you know, it's adding. I agree. All right, so Sheila Nagig, she looks like an old hag. Um, surround yourself with people who value you. Everything is working out perfectly. Learn to trust. Worrying is a form of negative prayer, so keep your thoughts and words positive. Time to put yourself first. A surprise offer of help is presented and the love you seek is on its way, so smile. The warrior of Irish origin, she was hailed as the goddess who granted kingship. She would appear as a lustful hag and most men would refuse her advances except for one, 
When he slept with her, she was transformed into a beautiful maiden who would confer royalty onto him and bless his reign, which I find funny that that came up because um, of two reasons. The put yourself first one um, and the worrying as a form of negative prayer stood out for you. But then also the fact that her magic was love and it was her needing yeah. somebody to love her in order for her to ha- use her full power. So like I always tell the babies, honey, I always tell them, I'm like, make sure you love yourself today because, you know, we all like me, I'm guilty of it. Sometimes I pour so much love into other people, honey, I forget to fill my own cup. And that is a thing. That is definitely a thing. And I'm always, I'm always on high guard. And and with recent situations that's that's happened to me, honey, my trust is, you know, I have very few people that I can truly say I trust. You know what I mean? Because I've been burned so badly and because it hurts so deeply because my heart is so open. And I and it, it, it's crazy you said that. I'd like to give you another perspective. And this is something that I've been recently saying. Instead of saying that I'm pouring into somebody else's cup or whatnot, what I tell people is... Um, I'm going to make sure that my glass is full and I'm not going to pour into yours, but I will sit here with you while you pour your own glass. I like it, dude. That's a thing, dude. I like it. Son of a bitch. Yes. I like it, honey. Yeah. yeah. I, I found that that was a whole different, it, it changed my perspective because it's not my responsibility to make sure you got OJ. It's your fucking responsibility. I already filled my glass. I showed you how to do it. Now I'm sitting here with you. So you're not alone, but you got to put something into that. If you're thirsty, not me. Yeah. Yeah. I think my heart, I just, it breaks my heart, honey, genuinely when I see people out here and cause I've had eating disorders. I've had, I, you know, I've struggled with self-harm. And it just kills my heart, honey, you know, and, and these babies out here getting body shamed. And I'm like, oh, dude, don't let me see him doing it. <laughs> don't let me see. Because, like, it was those words. And, you know, that's that thing of, oh, sticks and stones break our bones. The words will never hurt me. That is so untrue. That is it's so untrue. untrue. Uh, your, your words carry weight, baby. And uh, it's those words, those kind of words that brought me to my eating disorder, honey. So whenever I see somebody suffering and something that I can relate to, I just want to give all like, no, baby, I love you. No, no, you're beautiful. I need you to understand how beautiful you are. You know what I mean? Like, that's like what I want to do. Like, ugh, it just come out of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you can, but I feel like you can give people that support in a different way than what's going to drain you and what makes it your stressor. And that's what, what you so told me. My best friend, she told me, she said, you know, you got to put boundaries up for it. You know, you can't let people drain you of the energy and things like that. You got to be mindful. Yeah. She's been, she, I thought you should come into my life for a reason. Yeah. I, I have to connect. I think I sent her a message. Um, so we me. have to connect. And I'm like, yeah, girl. Cause she really did. She, she, she's like, I wouldn't mind telling, you know, my story, you know, about how, you know, my craft got started or, you know, why I am, you know, practice the way I practice. And I'm like, girl, girl, you do it. If you feel comfortable, do it. I for sure. I love that. Let me give you your last card. Okay. This is Nematona, and this is the card of secrecy. You need to get something off your chest. Bottling up your emotions is not the answer. Talk to a therapist or a good friend you can trust. Don't keep secrets from a partner, for the truth will come out. Someone is keeping a secret from you, and it's time to socialize again. You are protected. 
The hermit of Germanic origin and primarily worshipped across Germany, France, and England, she guarded sacred groves of trees wherein the soul became hushed and calm. At one with nature and the goddess, she was linked with Rigamitis, king of the sacred grove, who was also associated with Mars. And Mars being love and you being Aphrodite makes sense. That's wild. But I will tell you, that I bet secrets are being held from my ass, girl. I feel it. I feel the sneaky and the snake in the grass. I guess I do. I feel it. I know I feel it. Now, do I keep secrets? Fuck no. If I'm going to say something behind your back, honey, one thing about me, two things for sure, I'm going to have the balls to say it to your face. And that's another thing. I don't like these old slick dissing fucking videos and shit back and forth. No, baby. If I got a problem with you, honey, if I got something on my chest, I'm going to say it with my chest. I'm going to stand on it ten toes. I'm going to ask you, dude. I'm going to ask you what the problem is, but I bet you a million dollars, dude. I bet you a million dollars people have their uh their intentions to me and it don't surprise me not one bit sugar pit, but i'll be all right you hear me yeah you will let me pull let me just pull um a couple cards from this light as a feather deck so that i leave you with a positive spin The first one was reach out to your spirit guides today because they're awaiting your call. Yeah. Uh I feel like you already feel that with being outside. No, I already felt that inside. I felt that yesterday. You were born to stand out. (laughs) Someone's jealous of your success. If we hadn't already pointed that out. (laughs) Pop that thing, baby. And by the way, um, Rampage, who made this deck in my cleansing oils, is also in Kentucky. So I thought that was a fun parallel. I love it, dude. Some of my favorite and most favorite members, honey, is growing up in the Kentucky. Because I'll tell you what, honey. When my grandmama Shorty was alive, honey, she would be on my ass at 5 o'clock in the morning. Bring me get your ass down there and get them eggs from them coop. Honey, what you doing? I need them ready by 7.30 a.m. And it was just <laughs> a thing, dude. I love it. I love the country. I need to be back in the country and get up out of this here state, honey. Because it's wild, honey it's wild in idaho too i hate it here um if you could leave anybody with a message after your re or after your episode today what would it be the other, or the, the opinions of other people are none of your business about you and that you are beautiful and that you are strong and that you can do and get through anything honey life is full of hard things but you can do hard things and people come into your life as blessings or lessons i love that that's so beautiful Well, with that being said, we've been talking for a little over an hour, so I'm going to let you go. Your dude. I got it on every report card, man. It's a fucking thing, man. Like every report card I got, I got chatty Kathy, like, don't be sitting pretty next to nobody, honey, because she'd be talking her ear off. So I will be on the phone with you for 18 fucking hours, honey. You let me. It's a thing. Well, we're Gemini's. So we also want to know all the reasons that you're feeling, all the feelings that you're having, and how exactly we can help you through those feelings. Right.